She would agree with me. It's going to be biscuits and gravy. Because okay. her biscuits and her sausage gravy is to die for. Thank you for tuning in to the Austin All Day Podcast. I am Jason Powers. And my name is Troy Vance. Today we are here with Chef Katie, who at the time was at Elle's Cafe, but has moved on to become a private chef. Hi, Katie. Haven't seen your face around these here parts in a while. Well, Ranch Rider Spirits is back with a new flavor, the buck, along with the Chilton, Tequila Paloma, and the Ranch Water. No sugar, no shit. Ranch Rider. Yo, yo Ponty. Yo, yo Ponty. Yo Ponty. Yo Ponty. Dave Me from Rambler Sparkling Water has done it again with a new energy drink. Sparkling energy sourced from Cat Spring Yalpon in South Texas. Only five calories per serving. Go give it a try. Thank you, Rambler, for being the official hangover cure of the Austin All Day Podcast. Rambler Sparkling Energy. The best part of waking up is Los Altos in your cup. Los Altos Coffee Co. Handcrafted here in Austin, Texas, and you can use the discount code all day at checkout for 10% off your order and have it delivered to your house. I like the cold brew. I like the full send. Send it. Los Altos. Handcrafted in Austin, Texas. Thank you, Los Altos. Hey, Troy, how are you feeling today? Jason, I'm feeling alive. Why do you feel alive? Well, Jason, I've got Meridian Hive. Oh, Meridian Hive with the honey, blackberry, lemon, peach, the tropical, and the cherry flavor. Try the new Skinny Bee Variety Pack. Meridian Hive. Jon Snow, summer is coming. Summer is here, and I require AC. AC will call Daryl Mika at Big Fish HVAC. Call 512-653-1414 for residential, commercial, commercial kitchen, and commercial refrigeration. Big Fish. Let's get into this. Well, welcome Katie to the Austin All Day Podcast. Thank you for making the trek over. Yeah, of course. It was it was it was a really easy drive. All seven minutes. Actually, I went the wrong way at first, so I doubled that. It was fourteen minutes. I went the wrong way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, and you're not you haven't been over to this town part of town much. Um, not really past um like the Manchac intersection. Oh, I don't usually... give it away where we live. Oh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm joking. Sorry. Everybody knows because Valentino's is down the street. Come, oh yeah, I've actually all, I've never, never had Valentino's. Nope. You got to try before they move. They're going to Buda. Like. Everything? All the way? All the way. The oh, whole thing. Okay. When are they going? I don't know, actually. But great, okay. great Tex-Mex barbecue. So, and then um, I got you your Meridian Hive because I know you're a fan. Yes, I am. I found them in a gas station on a whim. I was like, you know what? Let's try it. Really? And the lemon one. Yeah. And when I know it, like 10 minutes, four of them are gone. We got back up, got <laughs> back to the gas station and bought all the last packs. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, did you like mead before? 
Um, yeah, we actually, every now and then, like every six months, we start a new batch. Oh, uh, you do at home? Yeah. So we, like right now, we have some making, and it's like a dark cherry and lemon. Oh, that's nice. Oh, he's got, I, they have a cherry. Cherry's really good. Yeah, it's that's the best one. That one is one of the best ones, but I'm still going to stick. That lemon is the best one. Have you had yeah. the lemon one? I have. I, I was like looking through this. This everything is in disarray, Katie. By the way, it's, there's no Danny co-host. Like this is his. That's his this, jacket. His little, Do you smell it when he's gone to no. miss him? Oh God, no! <laughs> I, I I like refrain from burning it. <sighs> no. Okay, you know what? But while we're on the subject of meat, here's your gift. Here, have you Dang. tried these? <laughs> no, skinny bee. There you go. So that's their like their Ooh. take on like a lighter. Ver- it's like a. Like they're competing with white claw. It's only four percent. Oh yeah, I got you, can, you. You can slam them. Nah, that's really cool. Thank you for this. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited for the grapefruit <laughs> one and the cranberry. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean the acai ones kind of—they're all very good. Actually, the blueberry one has a hint of vanilla, Ooh. and it's super good. That sounds awesome. Yeah, Meridian Hive is like a little hidden, hidden gem. They are. I thank you, Valero, for yeah <laughs> <laughs> showing me Skinny Bee. Oh no, um, Meridian Hive. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. So the um, uh, before we get off uh, Meridian Hive, it's funny because they want to like separate themselves from the whole mead thing. Really? Yeah, they want to be just like associated with honey because they think that mead is too Renaissance fairish. Oh yeah, like when you say mead, a lot of people are like, "Oh, yeah. what's that? Is that like a right. old thing?" And you're like, "No, it's like a honey wine. It's super freaking good." Well, I wanted to ask, what kind of flavors do you do? Do you just do like the honey, or do you infuse it with stuff? So we we've done just a honey, um, just a honey, and it was like it was all right. We're still like getting everything down that we need to get down. Um, we've done like a mixed berry, which was probably our best one. Um, cherry is the newest one that we've done. Yeah. And I know I really want to do like an apple and pecan one. I know that's like borderline on like cider. Um, but still. But yeah, I think it'd be really good. I especially I really want to do it for like the holidays and do a little something different. Yeah. Yeah. But right now. Our ratio is a little off, so the mead that we make is like strong. You gotta sip it. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta cut it with something sometimes. You take a sip, you're like, wow, I am feeling it right after one little sip. Yeah, but I kind of like a drink like that. <clears throat> yeah, but like every now and then, like, ugh, yeah, yeah. it's, I don't even know what we would call it because it's, it's way too strong to be a yeah. mead. Well, it's cool that you're doing that. Um, yeah, keep that up. And who knows, maybe one day you'll talk with Mike, the guy who does the, the Meridian Hive stuff, because he's like a mad scientist genius. It's kind of kind of crazy. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's fun. Okay, so you're at Elle's Cafe. Yes. Out in Bee Cave, a place I'd never even heard of mm-hmm. up until a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Connected to Alive and Well, which is like holistic voodoo seance. Oh, wait. The holistic part is right, yeah. They really try to focus on, like, the most natural way to, like, heal. And, um, I mean, honestly, I really haven't gone over there as much as I would like to. But they've got a really good thing going over there. So they've got their thing going on over there. The reason you're not going over much is you're you're connected to the cafe. Yeah. And so you're, you're... Hustling over there, yeah. I, I sometimes like like today. I didn't even really leave the kitchen yeah. for anything until the very end, and I was just focused on on getting everything I needed done. Um, and, so I know, but I mean, well, 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 I won't I won't tell the story. So L's is a gluten free 
Mm-hmm. It's completely gluten-free cafe. Um, there's not a speck of gluten in there, and if there is, it's called contraband. Um, contraband. We try to keep all gluten out just because it will probably really ruin an experience for anybody who comes in because they do Celiac. need gluten-free items. Um, not only that, you know, we offer a lot of dairy-free options, and um, we try to cater to anybody who might have a dietary restriction. And, you know, with those dietary restrictions, people often think, Oh, that's boring food. I have to eat kind of gross. But you know what else? We try to keep it exciting, keep the experience as normal as possible. So they're not really feeling like they're having to go so far out of their way just to eat a nice meal. Right. And I mean, gluten-free, I mean, sure, if you go all the way and go like vegan, Mm -hmm. you know, then you get people going, oh, I got to go there if they're not a vegan. right? I mean, yeah, we have some vegan options. So that way people who are vegan can... Uh, definitely join in on that fun. I haven't researched much. Like, what other gluten-free places are there? Do you know? Um, honestly, no. Um, Els was like the first cafe that I came across that was completely gluten-free, and it yeah. really surprised me that there's not more because there's a lot of people who need gluten-free diets. Yeah, which is crazy. Uh, yeah, but like you could do t- the tacos, and you can do the. The wraps and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and the burgers and the buns and all that stuff. But what you guys have, the burgers and the buns and all that, um, or the buns rather, mm-hmm. are not like those Udi's. Like everybody thinks gluten free bun, and they're like, no, no. Yeah, um, we kind of looked out like uh, the purveyor, the buns that we found. Um, they're actually not, you know, like a little pieces of foam board that just absolutely crumble as soon as you try to grab them. That's um, like the immediate thought. I think most people have. Yeah, same with like our biscuits. When people hear like gluten-free biscuits, all they think is like just falling apart in your hands as yeah. soon as you touch it. But our biscuits are really good as well. They hold together really well and make a really mean Benedict. Nice. They, yes, which we'll find out about on Sunday. Yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> so, what attracted you to Els in the first place? Um, I was really looking to expand what I had to offer in the kitchen. Um, you know, I was in kitchens. They were great kitchens, but they kind of wanted me mainly in the, like, the salad bar, um, which I knew I had more to offer than that. So, I kind of just went on a whim and saw Els Cafe. I didn't actually know anything about Els Cafe. When I applied, um, I got the job, and I like immediately. I was running the line by myself, and I just fell in love really fast. You know? well, okay, so from like an expo position at a salad or something like that. Not so. even expo. Like the places that I worked before, were more cafe style. So yeah. I was just you know I had a time frame where I had to get everything ready. So you're working salad. Yes, for three years I was working oh. salad. Where was that? Uh, first, I worked. Um, in, for Guggenheimer in the Google Kitchens downtown. Okay. And second, I worked um, in the Intel Kitchens for wow. for Compass Food Groups, yes. So that's interesting. Those kitchens, because uh, you've been to culinary school, mm-hmm. but aren't those are all Monday through Friday, right? Yeah, it's, they are Monday through Friday. And then you get perks and like, or benefits rather. Yeah, you get, uh, you know, weekends off, some holidays off. Um, they offer you health benefits. So Which is really attractive to a, a cook. Line cooks, yes, it's very attractive. It's very difficult to find any kind of restaurant job that's not a corporate job that will offer those kinds of benefits. Yeah, yeah. that's why there's a different breed of people, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's a little. It's a little slower paced sometimes. They definitely do have a lot of people that they're serving throughout the day, and then you go to the restaurant, and 
Um, it's not as slow paced. You're definitely on your feet all the time. Um, less breaks. A little more dangerous of an environment. Um, What's a break? <laughs> please tell me. I need to know. What is a break? <laughs> well, so, but salad station, right? So you probably were just like, I got to do something else. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was, I, you know, I was making like twenty-two quarts of ranch dressing every day, or I was just cutting up romaine hearts, vice now, versa, strawberries, all that other stuff. Not but, that that's not beneficial to like get into the groove of like how to make that. You know, no, that was. I will say that those positions definitely taught me speed in the kitchen because even though they were easy tasks, I was doing a lot of it. And or I had efficiency, right? Efficiency. efficiency. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. Um, but yeah, no, it definitely taught me, you know, like um, time management with everything that I was doing, making sure I was working fast, working clean, getting things cold, and just you know, we were serving like twenty five hundred, three thousand people a day mm, yeah, in my first good. job, and um, everything was free, so we had to have backups galore. Yeah, Otherwise, right. running out of things, hungry, you're good. Oh yeah, exactly. So a big kitchen like that, they've got like tilt skillets and like blast chillers, stuff like that. Oh yeah, they had a huge blast chiller. I was Which in charge of the blast chiller. And, oh yeah, I was making sure everybody's temperatures were right. And but not- isn't that like? And then what a change! Like blast chillers are so nice. They're really nice, honestly. <laughs> I, I really miss my blast chiller. Um, Isn't it funny, like, you're cooking at home after working with one of those, and you just kind of wish you had a blast chiller? Yeah, I'll, like, <laughs> I'll put some on a tray, and I just kind of look off into the distance, yeah. like, what am I doing right. with my life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, blast chillers are great. Yeah, they had one of those. They had about two tilt skillets. Yeah. Uh, they also had, like, a huge tilt, like, stock pot. I don't know. Is yeah. that the same thing? I mean, like, yeah, I mean, is, is it shaped like a pot, though? Yeah, it's like a giant cauldron. Well, was it um, um, square shape? Well, we had two of the square two shapes, square, yeah. and then one of just the one that was round, and we yeah. would make our big stocks and soups in that one. Um, and they were so big, you know, you have a crank right. that tilts it, and you have, like, you know, millions of buckets ready just to catch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. I mean, a kitchen like that, and then, yeah, and then going to, so we went to those directly to L's? Uh, yeah, I did. I was ready to get out of the corporate kitchen a little bit. Just kind of, I think my mind needed a little bit more um, stimulation. Simulation, yes, that's the for word sure. I was thinking of. But like you said, you went on the line, and you, you know, like you kind of like fell in love. Like that's great. Yeah, it was really nice because I went from feeling like the only thing I could offer was salads and fresh vegetables that were cut to, you know, running the entire kitchen. You know, ordering everything. Grill work, uh, flat top work, um, skillet work, which was really fun to do. Um, also very challenging, and I can attest to that by the amount of burns <laughs> I have on my arm. But those are battle, battle scars. Battle scars. Battle scars. Yeah. Yes, precisely. Right. You know, I mean, and then also on top of all that, you know, the fun, the energy, is that you're able to send food out and see people eating it. Yeah, that's one thing I really liked about working at Elle's is, you know, the other places, there's so many people. Right. You can't talk to them. You can't see what they're doing or if they're enjoying enjoying what. Exactly. And so with Elle's, I can make a plate, watch it go out, and then sometimes customers are like, did you make this? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, it was delicious. And it's much more rewarding that way than seeing, you know, people just grabbing and going and you never see their face again. Right, right. So um, I would, to rewind before the uh, the corporate kind of setting, which is I will say interesting because that was the start 
of like the kitchens or were you cooking before culinary school? Um, I was not cooking before culinary school. So what what made you decide? I, I think it's interesting that you started in the corporate because I think a lot, a lot of people nowadays will mm-hmm. be in like a, a more like traditional kitchen, like we're saying, like with the line cook and the dish. Yeah. And, then, and then they're like, I need some, I need to work Monday through Friday. I need yeah. to experience what that is like. <laughs> well, in culinary school, they definitely like let you know right off the bat that this is not a fun industry. Like, you know, they love food, but working in restaurants is tolling. It's demanding. It's a very stress, a stress-filled environment. And so like in culinary school, I was like, I don't want to work in a yeah. big old restaurant. I'm glad that they said that because they, you know, I, I, I've, that's not all. They don't always say that. Yeah, and, and not a lot of people even realize how tolling like the restaurant industry can be. They just think, oh, you're cooking. That's easy stuff. Right. But it's you're never getting off your feet. You're lifting 40, 50 pound boxes I mean, every single day. A lot of the association with like drugs and alcohol abuse like are because these people are like numbing how br- they're brutalizing their yeah. bodies and. That was another eye opener for me. Is you know they said that in culinary school as well. Is that this? Did they? Yeah, they were. They, Escoffier was really good That's about good. telling us like every in and out. Of, they talk about pay. Um, they talk about it. Yes, they talk about they, like when you start. Um, wow, it may props not be, to them. Yeah, they were really good. I I really enjoyed my time at Escoffier. It was one of the best couple of years of my life. Cool, but I have to ask what prompt because you're a Texan. <clears throat> Your folks. Born and raised Texan. What about their folks? I'm a Texas generation, like every year. Every year. Mm-hmm. Do you know how far back? Um, at least third generation. I mean, at least third. Yeah, I know that for sure. I I wouldn't know how far back. You should ends. find out if your your folks, your folks, folks, folks yeah. came from Texas too. Then you would know fourth gen. I know way back, way 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 back. I'm like. Irish. That's yeah. That's about <laughs> it. So I know we came from there at one point. Are um, you? All right. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> oh. so there's 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 Irish, but like anybody, we had uh, a gentleman uh, from J and L Barbecue, who he was one of the first fi- his family, not him, obviously, fifty people. So he's it's eighth generation. Texan, mm-hmm. but one of the first 50 people here in Texas, like fighting off Comanches. Oh, wow. Which is crazy. So it's kind of an interesting thing to see how far back you go because, but even them, you know, being the first, they came from somewhere. Mm-hmm. It was like, they're like, I got a little Irish in me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they're like sprouted out of the ground in Texas. Born yeah, bread. I'd have to. Ask, my dad would definitely know. He's very into our family history. Yeah, so you, but born and bred in Texas, and then like your mom, dad cooking all that stuff. Um, my mom was a big cooker. My mom loves to cook. She yeah. wanted to go to culinary school herself. Did um, she? Yes. At a young age, and never got to do it, or, or later in life. Um, she's always just kind of loved cooking. Um, and you know, when she had kids, you know, plans changed a little bit, but she never stopped cooking for us. Her, so, what's your favorite dish from mom? From my mom. I mean, she would agree with me. It's going to be biscuits and gravy because okay. her biscuits and her sausage gravy is to die for. So, do you ever make your own biscuits and gravy and think of mom all the time? All the time. All the time. I, I never can get the gravy right. It's, there's some she does sometimes. She probably stirs it with her finger because she's so sweet. <laughs> That's the secret. Ingredient. It really it has to be. What? So what? Tell me more about the biscuits and gravy. What's up? What's uh? What goes into your gravy when you're doing this? My gravy? Or hers. Or, or whatever, hers? when you're trying to replicate. When you're trying to get as close to, like, I want to be with mom right now. Well, I mean, for me, 
Um, you know, butter, good old flour. Um, get your roux going. Get your roux going. Um, I, I like to put my garlic powder in my roux a little bit to toast yeah. that up. I mean, they made it for a reason. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, you know, add my milk, whiskey, whiskey. Whiskey? Um, whiskey, like not whiskey. Oh, <laughs> I was like, okay, there's the twist. The tool. Right. <laughs> um, so I whisk that up until it gets nice and thick, salt, black pepper, um, Keep I do a little. Simple. I do a little. I do a little bitty dash of cumin. Not a lot. Just a little okay. bit. Cumin's give it uh, some earthy tone. Just like. a little bit. Cumin is my is my weakness. You like that? I like cumin a lot. Nice. Well, cool. So th- okay. So ta- that's that's. So mom's. What prompted you to say culinary school? Uh, to be honest, um, it was like after high school. I really didn't know what I was doing. Is that right? what it was? Um, no, my my sister. She got into Escoffier first, and she oh, was going. Old is she she is a year and a half younger than me, so she I think twenty three, about to be twenty four. All right. Yeah, so she got in for the baking uh, program at Escoffier first, and I was like, wow, that is really cool. Kind of asked her about it. She was like, you know, you should. You should come Check with me. Out, yeah. So I applied. After I like looked at it, I was like, "Wow, this is this is what I want to do." Um, even though I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And then when the next two weeks, you know, I was accepted. We had an apartment, and I moved to Austin from Belleville, Texas. And that's what you're born and raised there. Uh, yes, I was born in Belleville, and I graduated from Belleville. So Escoffier is um, is it is it off airport? Yeah, it's right over there by Airport Boulevard. Um, it's next to an ACC building, I think, or I think it used to be an ACC building. I'm not sure. I'll have to okay. look into that. So um, and you start going to culinary school, and you're in Austin. Mm-hmm. Was it were the folks in culinary school like were, were you did were you able to get out and like check out anything in Austin? Uh, definitely during that time period, I did. Um, I had a little group of friends in culinary school. You know, we tried out some different restaurants. Um, we, That'd be fun. Well, yeah, we you times. know we had Kome. It was like really good sushi. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was also kind of a culture shock in a way because I never had ramen before, and I was like, right. "What is this gloriousness?" Yeah. Um, so I just went out, tried everything, tried a hot Cheeto burrito. Um, what year was that? Uh, I left. I want to say like end of 2016. It was right after July 4th. I know that okay. the next day. Okay. <laughs> What's yeah. coming on up on your anniversary? Oh, it really is. Yeah. To be five. Six years. Cool. Yeah, well, I mean, Austin has exploded, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you can eat any kind of cuisine here, which is crazy. Do you keep up with the the guys from culinary school? Um, some, you know, you know, with time, like, everybody kind of fades oh, away. Yeah. I have a couple. One of them has a second baby on the way. Yeah. Hi, Jerry. Um, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Jerry. <laughs> Jerry's um, kids. Uh, I have another friend. She lives in San Marcos, and she works at this little pie shop. Um, Wait, is this the tattoo? Oh uh, no, she's she lives in Marble Falls. Oh, um, okay. She, uh, I worked with her at Google. Actually, that's how we oh, met. All right. So, um, Good, I think though. I think I'm more friends with people that I was with at Google than I was at culinary school. Yeah. I mean, so, but did the culinary, do you know that the folks that went to culinary school with you, did they continue on? Mm-hmm. For the most part, yeah. I have a, one of my uh, chef friends named Cody. He's like the executive chef um, somewhere up in North Austin right now. And I, he's putting some feelers out. I think he wants to open a gourmet burger truck one day. Nice. Um, I had another friend named Jose. He and his wife are like awesome. They went to school at the same time. 
and they just started, they had their own restaurant already and catering business, and that, that really popped off. Wow. Do you uh, know the name of the restaurant up north or, or Jose's place? I don't. Oh, man. I have a bad memory. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. But it's really cool to see that. Yeah, and I know another one of my friends, his name is Leo. He was really awesome. He was my best friend there. Uh, he works for North Italia. Yeah. Have you, have you been to North Italia? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's really good. He's one of like the traveling chefs, and he goes and opens restaurants now with them. Oh, good. Yeah, he he got a really great job with them. Cool. Yeah, I'm familiar. That's that Fox Restaurants, right? The, the yeah, I think so. Good company. Yeah, I actually stodged there. Big, big at the domain, or they open one on the second street. The second street. That's actually on the same building as the Google, Google right, building. Correct. Yeah. So, when I was um, looking to make my way somewhere else, I stodged at there first. And was Chef Tony there at that time? Um, I. Anthony. Th- Tony? Did he have a lot of tattoos? Oh, uh, no. He was a guy. He was from Chicago, and he had a lot of sad tattoos. Really? Yes. Another Zach from Chicago with tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I just went in there. It was like an hour. They had me make like a single sauce, and they were like, you want to come on board? Yeah. And Google was like, raise. Really? Wow. <laughs> yes, they were like, we can't lose you. I love like, you're like working upstairs. You're like, let me go downstairs, and I'm going to try something <laughs> they, else out. And they're like, okay, we'll give you a raise. They were like standing outside <laughs> the elevators trying to poach us, actually. Like oh as we were getting off work, they're like, hey. North? <laughs> yeah. Wow. At one point, they were just like outside. Out, uh, they were downstairs, like handing out flyers. And we're like, okay, we'll see. <laughs> that is hilarious. And then there's that flower child. Yeah, right across the street. I which had, is also in the same restaurant group. It of uh, North Italia. North Italia flower child culinary dropout, and then I think it was all bought by Cheesecake Factory. Actually, it's not Fox Restaurants anymore, which is crazy, right? Cheesecake Factory. We've had private conversations about Cheesecake Factory, but we know North Italia. And, um, you know, culinary, that's all scratch stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah, I know culinary dropout. They were, um, they were really good on, like, hiring, a, like, fresh out of culinary school. Like, yeah. Um, How do you like that, culinary dropout? I've actually never been there either. Or I just mean the name. Oh, right? no, it's it's actually really <laughs> cool. It's a very creative name. Oh, you should go there for brunch. I sometime. should? Yeah, yeah, no, a lot of people have told me that. Um, yeah. My friend Cody, who works up north now, he, he, he used to work there, too. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, before we continue, I'm going to break this into a little segment of ours called Potty Talk. Potty Talk? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know what you think it is, but I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll break the ice. What are some uh, standout bathrooms you've been in here in town? Is there any that is sticking? Bathrooms? Stick bathrooms. It's it's hey, we're just trying to break it up. No, I know. Um, I don't like to use a lot of bathrooms in public. Yeah, that's hey, that's (laughs) that's that's it. That's okay. I mean, the occasional. Um, let me try to think. I mean, the Elle's Cafe bathroom is like, or not the cafe, the Alive and Well bathroom. Hard. Is immaculate. Is I, those bathrooms are great. Because um, that, in that bathroom, you could potentially get a facial and a sauna. I know. You walk in, you're like, am I rich? <laughs> That's an excellent answer, right? Yeah. Uh, so there's that one. I'm trying to think. I, by I, the way, this is sponsored by Bucky's. They just don't know it. Okay. Heard that. <laughs> Hi, Bucky's. Um, yeah. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of more bathrooms. I mean, you, you got a good one. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's like the only one. Uh, well, where'd you try your ramen? 
Uh, ramen Tatsuya. Ramen Tatsuya. I was actually just now getting Old Thousand and Ramen Tatsuya mixed up. Have you been to Old Thousand? Never been to Old Thousand. You've heard of it, though, on 11th Street? No. This is the first time I ever heard it's, Old Thousand. Well, this is, it's where the segment came from because they've got, like, Biggie Smalls on the wall. Like, all these little, like, it's all this wallpaper. Mm-hmm. It's it's very intricate, but. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, so that's where it came from. But, yeah, there's potty talk for you. Okay. I wish I could remember more <laughs> bathrooms that I've been in. Well, now you'll be more, you'll pay more attention, right? But Bucky's bathroom is Bucky's, humongous. Bucky's is, like, the the standard. You know, Texas has many amazing things. Mm-hmm. And then we top it off with Bucky's. I mean, yeah, Bucky's <laughs> is pretty awesome. Can eat um, off the floor. I know you said that's potty talk, but the bathrooms at the Google building are also amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But those I, I was, are just for the Google that's guys. That's just for the Google guys, yeah. Oh, they, I'm sure all those, like Facebook and, you know, Apple, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're all very They have anything you could ever need inside bidets. the bathroom. You get, like, <laughs> floss packets, toothbrushes, mouthwash. Exactly. There's showers for them in the bathrooms. Really? That's really nice. That's Sometimes one perk I miss. Sometimes you need that, too, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> after after a ten hour day where you don't get off your feet, and you're like, before I leave, shower time. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what's beautiful about alive and well being there. Yeah, and they have the waterfall shower too. It really shower. puts you at peace. I've never seen this thing, but I will one day. So yeah, that's potty talk. So you yourself, you get into culinary school. Mm-hmm. They tell you, hey, this is not all it's cracked out to be. Which props to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you end up. When you were staging, you were already working at Google. So did you have to go through like some stages or or what do you, what do they call it to get out of the Escoffia? Oh, uh, we had an externship. So like our yes. last quote unquote Where'd semester, it was Google. Oh wow. Um, one of my classmates, her name was Joy. She got me the job there. She put a good word in for me. They hired me, and like I had no kitchen experience. Was she is because you're you're twenty five, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is five years. So you're twenty ish, mm-hmm. twenty maybe even nineteen. Was she younger too? Uh, she was just a couple years older than me. Because right. was she like, I got a job, it's Monday through Friday? Or was she just like, I got a kitchen? Well, she it? mentioned it. And yeah. she said, we're Google. And I kind of asked her about it. I mean, there was other people in our class that were like, oh, get me the job. Um, but like, not to sound conceited, but I was one of the more um, competent workers that were in that kitchen group. Yeah. So I said, hey, like if you are doing that, you know, I'd love to, you know, work there. Like uh, if you're... If you're interested, I would love to see if you put a good word in for me. And she did. And I got a job, like, within the next month. Yeah. Yeah. She was really cool for that. Well, and, you, and this is like starting a career, right? You didn't know what you wanted to do. No, I had no idea. And, and so, yeah. And so, like, uh, within my first month, um, you know, we started off at a smaller building that was on uh, Texas Loop. Um, that was right before they opened up the big kitchen uh, on the second. Oh. And, um so like I get there and I was not the lead uh, line um, shift for the harvest bar. That's what they called their uh, salad bar. Um, but the person who was, they're very very tedious about all their labels because they want to make sure everybody knows oh, what's yeah. in it. Like, and, like Nazis, right? Yes. Like who it's made very this? Bad. What day? What time? Yeah, even down to what the font. Was even the down room? to the font, the font. <laughs> the font size. They'd be like, "This A does not look correct," and you're like, "Who, who did this in time, <laughs> Roman? Goddammit!" <laughs> but my my lead, she used soy milk instead of almond milk, and there were like four reactions in the building that day. Did they? You seen the? Was it like the bridesmen? Bridesmen's tale? What is it? Bridesley? Brides? Ladies? <laughs> uh, the bridesmaids? Yeah. Did they hang around the wall? Um. What? What did you? <laughs> 
She she oh, mixed like, up the almond milk. Were they like the wall? Uh, no, like she got <sighs> fired that day. She got fired. That is the wall. That yeah, okay. That oh, they you're talking her. about handmaids. The handmaids, <laughs> the bridesmaids. I was sorry. thinking. Of, uh, Look, I watched it. I just forgot the name. <laughs> okay. No, she was fired. They looked me in the eye and they said. You're the lead now, and I had been working for two weeks. And you're like working I was at Google. Like, you're like fuck, Gilead. I was like freaking out a little bit oh, because yeah. I was still like learning all the HACCP procedures and all the recipes and my time management. It took me like 45 minutes to cut a box of kale. Like, but so with that like um, anal like approach or mm-hmm. whatever whatever we call it, mm-hmm. there is some part of that that's good. And so gold lining is that. You know when they say if you want to learn how to swim, the best way is to push them in the pool? Yeah. It's exactly what happened to me. If okay. I would not have been given that lead position, I don't think I would be where I am as far as my skill set goes today. I mean, you'd probably, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. I mean, that and there's the, the silver lining. It is. Yeah. They taught me very fast and very efficient and very good work. So. Well, and I like the details, right? Because mm-hmm. now even like if you're doing something that's a way more casual, like... Mm-hmm. The it, the label can say you know it's it's in Times Roman mm-hmm. and it's in all caps yeah and you know it's written like chicks with an X yeah just go Pfft. yeah it's okay <laughs> yeah but like but you know you have a knowledge behind hey there's a lot more that's going on inside of this yeah um that's another thing that that they did that was like very detailed they had a meeting of the day every day um, sometimes. Some days were better than others. Some days were kind of just handing out little stickers as prizes. But, you know, they were very good on keeping everybody educated. You know, we had quizzes like, what are the the allergens? You know, what are sensitivities? Oh, my God. We should do that on the podcast right now, the allergens. Because I've forgotten nut, fish, or selfish. There's like 17. I thought there were seven. So, like, the Google list is very extensive all the way from, you know, nuts to lupin, which is like a flower thing that happens across the world that we wouldn't have here. Wow. But it's still going to be on the list just in case we oh. ever get something with okay, lupin. Google is Google. Yeah, they're, they're very, they don't get around. They want to make sure all of their Googlers well, it's are. it's the whole world. Oh, yeah. Like every little nook and cranny because I guess when we think, isn't it seven though? Like the standard list that we told, we'd learn? So it's There's nuts. Shellfish. Shellfish. Dairy? Well, no. I, I, like gluten has to be there. Was it? I forget. <laughs> uh, soy. Um, okay, so it's not. Uh, dang it, I'm on the spot. Here, this, this is, uh, I mean, okay. are they going to make it easy? Okay, so I know milk, that- eggs, tree nuts, peanuts, selfish, fish, soy, and wheat. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? It didn't sound right to me. That sounds kind of right, but it feels like there's stuff missing because you can't classify nuts as just nuts because you have peanuts and tree nuts. Unless you said that. Did you say that? Oh, tree nuts. That's right. Okay, soybeans, peanuts, milk, wheat, eggs, fish, selfish, tree nuts. Mm -hmm. That sounds more about right. But then that's like the the general, like us Mm -hmm. as Americans Mm -hmm. or like the uh, maybe Mexico. But like, yeah. This is around the world, like Google. Is that why this list is longer? Because they're dealing with so many more yeah, people. Yeah, I think that's definitely why. Yeah. There, you know, uh, one of my favorite pictures I have in my phone is uh, we had an item card for the salad bar. And, you know, the item that we put out was just celery. 
the top. Sorry. So there's three sections. And there was all this controversy. And it was like trying to fill your word count on an essay, basically, because right. it was like the first line is what it is. It said celery. <laughs> then it has the title of the dish, and it said so, celery. And right. then it says contains celery. Right. And uh, so it says celery on like four pieces or four times on one like, piece of paper. It was like rinsed in H2O. <laughs> Actually, we had a special vegetable rinse. We couldn't just use water. Oh, yeah. They bought like a, a spray? No, it, it came out of the tube just like the sanitizer does come out of the wall. What is that? Because, like, somebody gave me once a spray bottle, mm-hmm. and he was like, I got extra ones of these, and I can't remember. I, I might even still have it, but he's like, you take your veggies, you know, you put them in water, you spray them down, rinse them in water, and then it comes off. And I was like, it seems really weird to spray my vegetables with anything. Except <laughs> for water. Except for yeah. water. Yeah. So I, I never used it, and then occasionally I'd be like, "Well, let's try it." I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I never really looked into it just because I was like, "I have a faucet, if I Google's have water." Using well, they can afford to use it. They, they, they have everything at their fingertips. We yeah. would there on Wednesdays, no Thursdays. It was TGIFs because people they usually wouldn't come in on Friday, so they didn't need to. They would just be on early weekend. Right. So Thursdays we had uh, TGIF days, which we had like a special menu, and they would like line up down the floors just to come. And uh, we could order dragon fruit, we could order a saffron, we could order any ingredient that we could ever dream of. And wow, that's fun. Though. That was really fun. That was probably one of the better perks of it. And the walk-ins, we had two humongous walk-ins. Yeah. That was really nice too. So you guys spoiled in a way of doing that. I mean, like, yeah, the work is way different than what you're doing right now. Yeah. It was definitely spoiled in a way up to the point where dealing with the Googlers was not as fun anymore. But what's cool is that you got the experience of working in, like, an industrial-sized kitchen. like Yeah. I mean, because... And everything was brand new when we came in. Not a, right. Nothing was used. That well, was, like, Google, right? the best part. Latest update. Yes. You're like... Sorry, the tilt skill is going through a firmware update. It's going to look beautiful in the morning. <laughs> that would be nuts. Right. We we actually um, we had to weigh our scraps. Yes. Um, and so, so did they compost too? They they we did compost, but it was like an insane amount um, of compost. Yeah, and just food waste in general. Um, you know, you know, we would try to repurpose things as much as we could. Just very sad to see like how much food was actually wasted at the end of that the day. Is, that's a sad. That's a. And you know, we we eventually they came up with a program where we would donate some of that food, yeah. but for a while we were like, if we had leftover food, we we're no composting it. No leftovers could be taken home. None of that, that kind sucks. of stuff. It it really did. Um, Have you heard of Grub Tub? Grub Tub. Yeah. No. So they they have these uh, big black containers. And grub tub is like grub worms. No, okay. I, I, I'm like looking for my refrigerator because the sticker's on there, and I was looking for a sticker. And here, I think it's called grub tub. Almost 100 percent positive. But they give these black containers now to like Google, and I know Facebook did this. Mm-hmm. Maybe Google got into this, but anywhere, like you could do it at else, where you throw anything like that's compostable, and then they take it and they give it to pigs. Oh, that's really cool, right? And yeah. I think it's the local thing. That's really cool, actually. It is. Yeah. So you'll like go where you're, you know, throwing out your laundry or whatever, and then there's like you have your grub tub things. Okay. It's yeah. Like, no, we didn't do that, um, but that's like a really good idea. Yeah, I think that's newer, but you know, exciting. And okay, but I'm not going to forget. But you're planning on 
you're you're going to spread your culinary wings, mm-hmm. and you're going to attempt to become a private chef. Yes, I would really like to try. Um, well, you are. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it's past saying try. I'm going to be doing it soon. Uh, go to training soon. Um, I really have no idea what I'm walking into, which is kind of a fun part of it. Why? Um, why not just another kind of kitchen to to to? Um, what is it? What's what's intriguing you about this? Um, well, one thing is the line life is you know it's it's a tolling one, and yeah. um, I love what I do. I love making things look beautiful, um, but the line really makes you kind of demotivates you. Um, I want to focus more on like everything that I do, my own menu, and making things personalized, and um, really knowing exactly who I'm going to be feeding. Yeah, um, and that's like my favorite part of cooking is. You know, the joy people get when they eat my food, and I like to know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, and that's what makes you a chef. It's true. The um, Do you know anybody who is doing the private chef thing right now? Um, actually, one of my best friends, we met at Google. Okay. <laughs> um, she was the catering chef there for a while, and she is currently a private chef. Um, uh, she kind of gave me some details recently, was wanting me to join up with her. Um, however, this new gig that I have has great benefits um like with her no not with her i told her you know once you know one day if i am done with this company that i'm joining um that i would love to go on my own she wants to you know kind of take me under her wing and we can like be partners for a little bit until i'm up on my feet and i know how to uh network with people and find my own clients that kind of stuff um she's amazing uh so what is, is she working alone and looking for help uh, yeah, she works alone right now. She does the deliveries. She does the networking. She does the cooking. She does extra events on the well, weekends. Did, I mean, because it's such a, um, like, you got to get like get that credibility, right, behind mm-hmm. you for, like, you know, clients. Mm-hmm. What And how, like. She's social. She is, like. So it's, like, Facebook and Instagram stuff? And, like, yeah. posting pictures of your dishes or. Definitely Instagram, but she's very active with like reaching out and letting people know. I think I'm pretty sure she has a website. I couldn't tell you what it's called. Um, yeah. Uh, but she's a go getter. Like if she wants it, she's gonna have it, and I really admire her for that. Well, I have to tell you because, and I don't know if Danny told you, um, and there was a reason I wanted you to talk to him, and I don't know if he got to any of it. Um, but the, and he would tell you if his if he was here, and but Danny's off on a top secret mission doing whatever. Nobody knows. But um, he, you know, I remember he started, he was like working with True Lux. Like he was like, like really high up. Like they were offering him a lot of money, Mm -hmm. a lot of money to not even work, to figure his stuff out, to always come, to come. I think they were offering like three months. That's how you know you're good. (laughs) and, And then a car and like all this stuff. Right. And he said that he wanted to do. What he's doing, which he's calling it, leave it to keep it, mm-hmm. but it's a private chef thing. But it, you know when it happened, all that happened right last March, like right before the pandemic. The leave it to keep it stuff. Yeah, so he Ooh. was that was right about. He made the choice and he started, and then the world ended. But the upside was that everybody who, who wouldn't go out would. Bring a chef into their house. That's another reason why I wanted to get into it because everybody right. wants the food to come to them. Right. It's like because right now, I mean, I mean, I don't know if you're like this, but I mean, I'm not so much like this. But like, 
a lot of people are like, hey, you want food? Oh, and you hop on an app. Oh, that's me every night. Every like night. I, I, well, not every night, but <laughs> Grubhub, DoorDash, those, those are my saviors sometimes. Yeah. No, uh, but that's like everybody. And then on top of that, if you want an experience, a lot of times you're like, well, let's hire a private show. I think it's going to become a m- way more, I think it already is. I don't want to say. It's definitely on the up anything. and up right now. Yeah, yeah. I think the only thing with a, a lot of people that want to do the private stuff, it's kind of expensive, which, I mean, it, it, it should be because it it's a craft. We put a lot of love and work into this. You know, we plan the menu. you got to um, go buy everything. you yeah. got to go prep everything. And you got to cook it. You clean it. And, then, yeah. and you leave it, like, clean like you found it. Exactly. So there's a lot and, of work in it. And you're doing it. it out of your element. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was the thing that, like, it, and it's funny because, like, oh, sure, I got my house. I got I got my nice house. But, like. You don't cook out of your house the way you cook in a kitchen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, Danny, how do you go? And it's like, Danny's like, these people got money, man. They got nice kitchens. And I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> one of our friends, um, you know, we live in like an apartment and he always like, why don't you go to a big house or have a bigger TV? And, you know, he has all that stuff. But, you know, he asked me the other day, like, how to cook scrambled eggs. I was like. Dude, you're 33. Um, do you need like a recipe book? And he's like, No, I don't cook. And I was like, Wow, like you have a humongous kitchen. You don't even use it. Yeah. That's like a whole portion of rent that you just wasting money on. You need to utilize that thing. Well, you know, it's funny. Like even just you and I going back and forth talking here on this podcast, what I've learned is that like I thought this podcast would just be approachable to anybody and everybody, mm-hmm. right? But really, we're actually speaking a different language than most people talk. Just by talking about like food or what goes like anything, like it was a tilt skillet. Mm-hmm. Nope. Someone listening to this that doesn't know culinary, like what the heck? Oh, to it's, a many things. Yes. Maybe a couple minutes in. <laughs> I say Cambro. They have no idea Cambro. what I'm talking about. Right. I told somebody. Or about a chinois. Chinois. <laughs> You know, and I, I learned that, but like it's it's funny that like you talk to somebody who has a kitchen and they're like, How do you scramble eggs? And we're like, What? Yeah, it blows my mind. <laughs> it which it kinda should because like you gotta learn that one. That one's like your mom teaches that you well, when you're like, be like little. tying your shoes. Be like, here's how you tie your shoes, here's how you make a scrambled egg. Yeah. In case I die tomorrow, sweetheart. You've got to scramble your own eggs. (laughs) One of my favorite uh, memories that really got me going in culinary school is like my third week and my chef, Chef Rob, you know, he was telling me that, you know, hey, I see you're a good worker. You should work in the dry storage here. And shortly after he goes, hey, will you go grab me a rondo? I looked at him and said, oh, a rondo what? (laughs) He goes, did you read your book yet? And I was like, yes. And he was like, then go find me a rondo. (laughs) I was into the back where all the pots were and I was like, what looks like a rondo back here? I have no idea. Basically, what does look like a rondo? Because like chinois, that's a weird ass. I name. mean, if you would have said chinois to me on my third week of culinary school, I would have said chinois. What? Yeah, but oh. rondo, like what the fuck? Yeah, it's exactly. Just a circular pot. <laughs> so so French. It's uh, it is French, so it's, right? I don't know. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm like, assuming, and you know what happens. Cambro when... is just, I think, the name of the brand. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking, like, I think a lot of like a. Professional kitchen equipment, you know, goes back, you know. Oh, it may. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, the china cap is a weird one. Yeah, china cap, and I, I'm pretty sure I heard. I don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure someone said that they're trying not to call it a china cap oh, anymore. Yeah, because yeah, it's 
I someone told me that it's like not really culturally well, appropriate. Well, it looks like Raiden's hat. It does, upside but, down. Like if you threw a china cap on your head, it'd be like like lightning comes out of your eyes. Yeah, but then you're fired after that. <laughs> Get out of my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that new Mortal Kombat was really, really I, good. I haven't seen it yet. It's only on HBO Max, right? Yeah. And so the only TV that has that in my house is in my living room. My, not my living room, my bedroom. And it's a small TV. What? Yo. Well, well, the... Um, the vi- like... The brand of TV that I have in my living room has every app on it, but I can't get HBO Max for some come? reason. I don't know. They oh just don't carry the app in the TV, so like... If I want to watch it out there, I'm gonna to have to like torrent, torrent it, all that. It's not. Do you, don't you have the Apple TV? <laughs> um, is it on Apple TV? No. Do you have the Apple TV? No, I do not. No, I mean the little Maybe. box, the box, the Apple TV thing. Like it's a you hook it up. Yeah, like it's like a Roku. No, I I just use apps, all that. Good but they're stuff. all on the TV. Do mm-hmm. I have the nice Apple TV thing? But my TVs are all like ancient. <laughs> Yeah, so shout out to Ranch Rider, their new The Buck. This is really good. I mean, it is a very, very good drink. I'm going to send you home with the like OG Ranch Water. Okay. And it's your boyfriend, right, at home? Mm-hmm. And what is he? So does he like vodka? We'll get you the Chilton, too. Oh, what? Or the Paloma. Do you like Paloma? Uh, grapefruit. Oh, Gra- of course, yeah. Grapefruit, tequila, grapefruit. sparkling water, lime. No, oh. no, lime. And then salt. Oh, of course, yeah. Like, we like to sip a little bit. Yeah, there we go. And it's not like, what's nice is you can pretend that like, yeah, I'm drinking, but I'm also drinking water, so I'm okay. <laughs> Don't tell me that, because I'm going to be like, I'm hydrated, guys. I'm at work. I'm going to have two of these. I have woke up in the morning and been like, this would be like a good energy drink. <laughs> well, no, I, I am like halfway through this, and I'm like, I, I'm a little buzzed, and it feels really nice. It's good. It's good, um, too. And you still got your meridian. I do. I like that I don't have to drink like two of these to feel a little good, which is a lot of most cases I do. Shout out to Ranch Rider. Mm-hmm. All right. My first drink, and it's delicious. <laughs> we have another segment here, which is the longstanding only segment that's ever been a segment since the very, very beginning. And you're on episode 152. Sick. Chef Katie. Um, who's going to become a private chef. But what... Uh, whether it was in culinary school or when you came here or like what where are the places here in Austin that you love that you've discovered to eat? Uh, my one of my all time favorites is a taco truck. Um it's on Brody Lane. See, Shout this, out to This is the reason this segment exists. Oh yeah? Yeah. Oh, for places um, like this. Where's it at? Uh Brody. It's on Brody Lane. It's actually um in the lot of a gas station, Brody Mart. But the taco truck is called Taco Brother. Okay. Uh we are we are very we are frequent there. Um their salsa verde is to die for. It's nice. one of the only salsa verdes that I can absolutely stand for. Um their breakfast tacos. Are delicious and they're not tiny. Like if you go to a place, you get a little taco, and you're like, "Wow, I paid two dollars for this." Yeah. You open your like if it's wrapped in foil too. It, like, it is wrapped in foil, but like the way they do the egg on the inside and like roll it around each other, it's like a little egg burrito inside yeah, of a tortilla. That's the way it should be. Um, it's beautiful. All their tacos. They have a dish there called Lily's fries, and it's like French fries, carne asada. Have you asked about uh, Lily? No, I. Haven't. I just say Lily's fries now. <laughs> Extra queso, jalapeno on the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's delicious there. Um, it's one of my favorite places to go. I'm trying to think of another place that I like to go that's not a fast food joint. Well, no, name those if you um, want to. I mean, no shame. Um, 
I mean, we're P. Terry's heads. We go there all the time. I mean, that's me and my daughter. P. But. Terry's isn't bad. I don't like their fries. Unpopular opinion. Okay. It depends. Like, if you get a fresh batch of P. Terry fries, they might be the best fries you've ever had. It's mm. happened to me. Because I agree with you. But I've been through, and they, like, made them fresh and, like, right where they were crispy. And I was like, Whoa. I guess I'll have to do that thing where, you know, it's kind of an asshole thing. To do. It's right. when you say, can I have french fries, no salt, and they have to make a new batch for there you. you um, but I can't do that. Working in the food industry, I know <laughs> when I make that order, they're cussing well, me out. Well, I'll tell you, having a, a, a seven-year-old, mm-hmm. when it's always just... Because you know, you know, you go oh, through yeah. McDonald's, they've got a bunch of those cheeseburgers right oh, yeah. But it's I just need one with meat and cheese. Sorry. Oof. Yeah. No, I grew they're up with... They're making that. <laughs> I grew up with like nine other siblings. Yeah. So it was, it was fast food. A lot. Because we're picky. I I grew up on chicken nuggets. Oh, yeah. I wasn't a chicken nugget. Luckily, I was never picky. I was eating chicken livers with my dad when I was like six. I love all foods. The only thing I don't like is raw carrot. Raw carrot. Oh, that's right. You got poked in the eye or something. No. (laughs) I bit into a day quill, and every time I eat a carrot. What the fuck? I don't know where that came from. I don't know either, <laughs> and I don't care at all. <laughs> oh my god! Um, that w- that would be why you couldn't see very well. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I like cooked carrots. <laughs> Grill them up all day. Glaze them all day. But you bit into a dayquil that reminded okay. you of a carrot. Well, it, you know, the dayquil pills are like the very large orange pills, right? And this is a weird story. But, but why did you bite it? My aunt. Gave it to me. She said, "It's a Flintstone. Don't bite this. It's going to taste disgusting, and you will throw up." I was little. I said, "I'm gonna freaking bite this. Why yeah. would I not?" So I bit it, and as soon as it hit my tongue, I threw up. And then the Ugh. next time I ate a baby Ugh. carrot, I don't know why, and I can't explain it. The next time I ate a baby carrot, I tasted the dayquil. Was so, it like the next thing you tasted? Not the next thing, but it was orange and it was circular or not circular. Like it had the oval shape as well. <laughs> I took a bite and I'm I'm scarred for life. So can you take a baby carrot and dip it in ranch? I'll smother it in ranch. And then you I can will do dip it? the entire but thing in ranch. Use a spoon to scoop it out. Eat it all the ranch on the spoon as well. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It's like it has, it's a, in a ranch bath. Basically. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. Oh, back to our, our 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 spots to eat. What did you wait? Where did you just say the the ta- the Taco, Taco Brothers? Brother. And yeah. then did you just say another? No. Um, give me a second. Uh, but just for the record, we really love Five Guys. Oh, you said uh, fast food. Yeah, Five Guys. Five Guys. We so love them. You mean in the in the Arbor Trails? Um, is where is that? Arbor Trails is like the Whole Foods Costco. Yes, it's yeah. right over there. Um, By Tiff Street, Firehouse all Subs, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, which oh. is another really delicious one. I love. Oh, and I mentioned to you um, the the Stromboli from Double Dave's. There's a Double Dave's there. You did the last time Philly I was at Double steak. Dave's. Yeah, they were. Uh, do they still do the buffet style? Oh, I don't even know because I've only ordered and then last time I went I've to Double Dave's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, last time I we went to Double Dave's, I didn't even have an ID yet. And there was a buffet line. Really? We'd go in and grab as many pizzas as we wanted. To sit. It was like CeCe's oh, almost. Dude. No, no, it was no. so long ago. But that sounds bad. Oh, like, with the buffet style? Yeah, like not a good, like pre-made pizza. Oh, no. I mean, they were like cooking it and like leaving it out. So, you know, you yeah. could grab a slice and they were making it fresh. But the um, Stromboli, uh, Philly cheesesteak Stromboli. That sounds amazing. My buddy Mateo told me about that. And, that, and then like, he's told me like, Two months ago, and I've ordered it like four times. <laughs> that sounds like 
a late night munchy snack I could it's, finish that's on my exactly own. Exactly what it is. And then he, mm-hmm. he was like, "But make sure you get it with ranch. Just get it with ranch." <laughs> and so every time I'm like, "Oh, I got this little hack." I'm oh, that sounds right. really good. Oh, it's it's really. I mean, good. I always get my Philly cheesesteaks with ranch, so yeah, it's oh, so good. It's so good. Yeah, but those are. But I was going to say for the record, like it's better than. And no offense to anybody who's ever suggested like Uchi or like Ah Duck, but like yes, I know those are good. But mm-hmm. I want to know about Taco Brothers. Yeah, because like those are the the little spots. We did a, a podcast with uh, what they they call themselves the Taco Mafia. Mm-hmm. So Nixta is the only brick and mortar on Eleventh Street or Twelfth Street, sorry. But then La Tunitas next to a gas station. Discada, you know, mm-hmm. food truck. And then there was, um, oh, my God, uh, Quantos Tacos. And that's just a food truck on uh, 12th Street as well. Mm-hmm. But, like, the little the little, little places, you know. Those are the best. Those The places that don't have a whole bunch of signs around them, the ones with the hand-printed pictures and, and signs on the side of the truck where, you know, they have their family helping on the weekend. and You know like, what that's, they are. It's what like you're doing right now where you're like, I want to make something for somebody that I know what I make and I give it to them. Mm-hmm. Those are people who maybe put some years in at a restaurant who say, we should open a taco truck. Like, let's do this with our family. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, you have to try. Uh, taco Brothers? It's yeah. right down the street. Yeah. I'm going to try it. <laughs> you, well, you have to. I will. Uh, yeah, no, it's very good. And I can't ex- like stress enough like how good the salsa verde is. And I don't Heard like it. spicy. Heard and it's that. perfect. Can you order right now? No, no they're, I mean, they're like, closed. Uh, no, I mean, like, can you recite an order right now? Um, breakfast or lunch? <laughs> Do lunch. Uh, lunch, two orders of Lily Fries, ones with extra queso and jalapenos on the side. That's what I would do. They have a great Philly cheesesteak as well. Timestamp 53 minutes, everybody listening. Just four to 53 minutes, and they're going to recite. They're just going to say, Here, listen, sir. <laughs> <laughs> with the phone, right? Well, even if you're looking for breakfast, okay. <laughs> um, um, my favorite tacos is the bacon and potato and cheese. I get three of those with three salsa verdes. Hash um, browns or. Like it's cut just cut potatoes. Yeah. They don't crisp them up, but the way that they are in, in the potato and that's right in the taco. Yeah, it's right. Like you, yeah. you take a bite, and it's that ratatouille moment where you just close your eyes and like the <laughs> colors swirl. And this is close to home too. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I could walk there, but I'm too lazy, and I yeah. drive there. I used to work like I mean I work. I used to store a truck, not even a half a mile, and From I there? drove there every day. I mean, hey, if you've got wheels, why not use them? And on occasion, I would like take a longboard, and then at the end of the day, when I had to longboard back, I was like, "What the fuck?" The same longboard that you buffed it on. Yeah, did did I? Did I? (laughs) You told me that story, right? Did I bust it? You biffed it. You were going down really fast. Oh, it's different longboard. Okay, it's a newer longboard. That was the first longboard where I was like, I, I was like, all you do is you go down these hills like a speed of light. And then I went down the first hill, and, and then, like, everything wobbled. And then, like, I wipe horrific wipeout. And, like, wo- wobbled back to my house all bloody. And I was like, oh, this requires more work. And I'm more of a rip sticker myself. Yeah. <laughs> this is a different longboard, though. But I have definitely wiped out on this one. Oof, yeah, no wipeouts are no fun. That's why I don't like to ride things that are not a car with yeah. wheels anymore. Well, the mascot, Finn, who you met, he... Like he mushes, like a, like 
like an Eskimo. Really? Like I'll get him on his collar and I'll grab the lawnmower and he'll start running. Oh, that's super cute. It is, but that's when I one of the times I wiped out. <laughs> Can't really control your speed with that one. Well, he's he's fast. Oh boy. Whoa. Right. <laughs> like, do that with like a beard on it, right? Oh my goodness, that's awesome. So, all right, good segment there. Okay, I, and I have to ask you this, even though people don't know, earlier you and I were talking, and you were talking about like being an artist, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and outside of food, mm-hmm. a different, oh, he heard me. I didn't even realize he was in here, Finn. Um, but like you're into art, like maybe designing T-shirts yeah, is something I've, that might be in your future. Um, Maybe. It's it's just a little thought. Maybe like if I ever wanted to one day get out of the cooking industry. Um, or. Or both. Or, or, or like, because I always like this. Like having, doing, continuing cooking, mm-hmm. but also doing this. Yeah. Because there's like different streams of income, right? Because mm-hmm. there's always that thing where like if so you're. So much work though. Well, which one? All of it together. Oh, all of it together. But that's here's here's also my thought on that. If you do a bunch of things, then and then if they all end up making a little money, then you don't have to do a lot of work for like because you think right now we're like we got you got to put all your time into the main gig. Mm-hmm. If you make your main gig like t-shirts, you know, a side job cooking, a side job with hats, mm-hmm. a side job. Then you can like do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. And then if it all comes out to make you're like, oh, this is good. I'm doing what I enjoy. But it's it's got to be what you enjoy. Yeah, no, I I mean ever since I mean even in high school, like I was um president of the art society. Yeah. Um and I was like best in my class for graphic design, and so graphic design was always something I wanted to do. That's cool. Um, like, so that involves, like, computers? And- yeah, so, like, whenever I was, like, leaving high school, we didn't have, like, all the iPads or any of the art applications that they have today. Yeah. Um, what is that? Procreate. Like, Procreate's a really good app, and I, I'm, it's foreign to me. Like, I'm going to have to go online and look at yeah. tutorial videos for that. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I like T-shirts is, like, one of my favorite things in the whole world, like, comfy it's unisex everybody yeah. can wear one so i figured like why not combine like two of my favorite things and that's art and t-shirts yeah um t-shirts are always selling but like and then it's, it's like a so you want to like it's like a brand well n- i mean not technically um i mean in my head my brand would be k's t's like kt's because my name is katie um KT. and then i would just put you know whatever I design on a t-shirt or somebody can tell me like, hey, I want this on a t-shirt, I would design so it. So custom to? Custom to. I mean, mostly I want to like just sell my own designs because part of the reason it's hard for me to, you know, continue my art sometimes, you know, I put it on a sketchbook and I close the book and I don't see it yet. Yeah. I like to see art moving or see it around. That's like me with uh, music. Mm-hmm. Like, I make so much random little things, like mm-hmm. little riffs little, with the looper that we were talking about. Loops. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I turn it off and go do whatever. Yeah, and you it, forget about it. For, just gone. Gone. You know, into, but, you know, what could be involved there is, like, whatever, like, you find, you get a stack of T-shirts. Like, what, there's there's a way to print them, right? Yeah, I'm actually, like, I just built my computer in the past couple months, and... Well, oh, was it for that intention? Not for that intention. But it's capable. But 
building the computer has like opened up my eyes to how much stuff is possible now that I have that machine. Yeah. I can get an embroidery machine and cook it up and then I can have like custom embroideries by a machine. I tried that with my fingers and it was not fun. It was very painful. Yeah. Um, they have like a, a acrylic printing machine. Like embroidery like like this, like these coasters here. That's like more like wood etching. Like so an like etch? Embroidering is like... Um, Would it be like on a shirt? Yeah, so like on a shirt, but it's not like a print. So, you know, you have the print that's like an acrylic, uh, like solid layer. Oh, uh, it's like a like a stitch. Like a stitch. Okay, embroider stitch. Okay. So almost like I know what you're that hat about. right there. Exactly. That that's hat em- is yeah. embroidered by a okay. machine. Okay. So, yeah, like I, I thought about that at one point. Um, I think one thing that really like, you know really hindered that it's like you move to austin you're like oh i'm an artist and you go to austin because that's where artists go but then you realize that everybody around you is so good and so talented you're like wow can't believe how much talent is around me so you kind of get like stuck in this like am i actually going to be so that kind of dis dis dissuades you is that the word um not really i think most of the things that would you say dissuade? Is that a word? Dissuade. <laughs> it is now. Because I think you're using it in the sense of like, like in a different direction. It makes you move in a yeah. different direction. Um, is that a word? <laughs> it is now, right. according to the show. Um, but no, I, uh, another thing is just like, you know, working that nine to five in the kitchen every day. Yeah. You get home, you just want to kind of relax and get no, the day off. I get you. that. So, um, I mean, most of it's, you know, it's definitely on me. I, I should have definitely pushed myself to keep well, doing that kind well, of stuff. You, well, you should. Mm-hmm. And then, <clears throat> I mean, and I'm just going to say this just because, like, I've, I've been talking with my brother who, he's had this idea for a podcast and stuff. But, like, just speaking from personal experience, like, I put more time into this at first than I should have. And I burned myself out because I was also doing the regular 9 to 5 thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I decided, like, oh, Wednesday's my night. Wednesday's the night before I do the podcast. Mm-hmm. It became one night a week. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, I'm not going to worry about it. I'll schedule it. It'll be Wednesday. And it's like, like doing art on Wednesday. You know what I mean? So yeah. Like, Wednesday's my art night. You know, kind of thing. But, like, it can, it can, you can continue. And then the other thing about, like, everybody in Austin kind of being artsy or. Just what super it, talented in super general. Super talented. But, like, what I really love about Austin is that how. Um, what's the word? Welcoming. Like, it doesn't matter your skill set. Like, people, like, really are... Like, there's a community. Like, if you're making shirts, like, people will... There's a community of people who... That's one of the things that's kept me in Austin. You know, I have a family who's like, why have you moved back yet? Or they want me to move back. And I'm like, Austin is is, is hard to explain. So you can be who you are, whoever you want to be, and there's not a single person who's going to be like, you shouldn't do that. Isn't it like... It's amazing. It's it's, so refreshing to live in a town where you can be exactly who you want to be and people are not going to ask questions. And you know what I love the most? (laughs) It's just like unspoken. Like nobody's like sitting there saying that, you know, but like it's true. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, I I can drive down the street. Someone's walking... In the shortest shorts I've ever seen, no shirt, and like an animal like mask or something. And I'm like, you know what? You do you. you do and you. I just keep driving. It's like it's not my business. And right. that's how everybody feels. And I love that so it's much. It's true. It's it's like 
Is it where we are? Is it, is it because we're in the center of Texas? <laughs> I, I actually don't know. You know, like, you know, the Keep Austin Weird thing happened, and a lot of people say Austin is too weird. They want the old Austin, but like, well, there's always going to be people. the old Austin was racist. It was, yeah. it was non inclusive. And yeah. uh, the new Austin, keeping it weird is exactly, I think, how it should be. Yeah. I mean, keeping, and, and yeah, from what I've seen, I just, um, I always tell people Austin's been very, very good to me. Yes. Yeah. It's helped me grow so much. Yeah. Um, you know, before I moved here, I was kind of blind to adulthood, I guess you would say. It helped me grow up and helped me learn everything I need to know about, like, bills and taxes and having a job and, and having a good job so you can pay everything on time and um, seeing all the different talents and what there is in the world and trying new foods and just everything that I could imagine with here. And I didn't even know it when I moved here. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, before we wrap this up, I'm just curious, like, if you were going to, like, go, I mean, you asked me, that, like, if you could snap your fingers, like, you were like, you would have bread, you know, <laughs> like, if you could have your bread. <laughs> I'm just wondering if you, like, were to pursue, like, cooking uh, beyond, like, becoming a, but the private chef stuff works out, like, what if one day you have the luxury of like you want to open your own place? Mm-hmm. What would it be? Like, do you have like a cuisine that like really calls to you, or just be like Southern cooking, like home? There's no specific cuisine that calls to me because I'm in love with all foods. But if, if is I were, that a honeymoon, or is that like that's the way it is? That's that's the way it is. Like I can like one day I can eat ramen, and the other day I can eat like a really simple just turkey sandwich, yeah. or chicken and dumplings back to southern comfort um if i were to if i were to ever open a place um i would that's a really hard question but i know it'd be a food truck i would want i would want to build like you know a little bitty pavilion so people can sit in the shade yeah i wouldn't want a big brick and mortar because that costs a lot and it's very wasteful um there you go uh you know, I would want to sell just like some super simple, amazing dishes. Like someone can grab like a quick sandwich on the way or some soups and a side, um, you know, just pretty basic stuff. Uh, but at the same time, not basic. Make it my own way. Make it a little more exciting. Um, that's kind of what I think I would do. There's nothing else in the world that beats like a really nice French bread sandwich with cracked pepper turkey and fresh sliced heirloom tomatoes and red leaf lettuce and shaved onion mayo and honey mustard right man that, that's what i had for dinner last night oh and like sliced pepper jack cheese it was one of the best sandwiches i have ever had yeah. and it was just simple ingredients and yeah but simple you know it's not always eat, like you got to do it right yeah it's like something they try to teach you in culinary school is um it's called kiss keep it simple stupid because a lot of chefs will put a thousand spices or a thousand right. ingredients into one dish and it's a little confusing. Well, and, what can salt and pepper do? And know? salt and pepper in, in and in scrambled eggs will do wonders. Right. Or salt and pepper on anything will do wonders. I think you'll like this um, Ranch Riders logo or their logo. Their uh, <gasps> motto is. It keep, is. Well, it, read it. Read it closely. Keeping it stupid simple. Keeping it stupid uh, simple. Full circle right there. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really weird that I said that and mm. it was sitting in front of me. I swear I didn't look at that and try to make that up on my own. Cool. No, but so good. Well, cool. I am happy you got to come in here because I'm about to part go to a Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Hopefully we will return. Yeah, what are you planning on to do? 
Well, my uncle's got a cabin on there. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, I'm going to hike up hills and hang out with my daughter and make food. That's going to be awesome. I think first on the list is short ribs. And then leftovers. Yeah, short from that. ribs in a while. Oh my God. That's like, to get, when you got time, right? You sit there all day, make the yeah. cabin smell good, right? Oh, and then do leftover yes. fried rice because my uncle loves well, fried short rib rice. fried rice. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh yeah, it does sound good. It does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I've been like looking forward to. It. I almost have like a menu written for like when we're out there. Fried rice is one of my go-to dishes as well. Fried rice because like everything, right? You can make like, shrimp fried rice. I've made a Philly cheesesteak fried rice, and it was one of the best fried rice I ever had. If there's anything in my refrigerator that's going bad, I throw it on the counter and make fried rice. Easy peasy. Right. That's like <laughs> one of the easiest ways to get any food that might be going bad out of your fridge. Yeah. Yes. I have to thank Danny for that because I wasn't doing. Fried rice, like fried rice. Mm-hmm. I would just make rice, you know, and then reheat it and then, you know, mix in whatever. But like, oh, he you was didn't. like, well, it's not just that. Like, he would be like, no, dude, you got to fry the rice, like with the oil, like uh, fry it. Yeah. And I wasn't doing that. But now I love it. Like, get it kind of toasty and just mm-hmm. let, it, let it go. Yes. But, that does sound good. The, yeah. the fried rice bowl at Elves is pretty good, too. Right. That broccoli that's fried. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful dish. It really is. Yeah, so go try go try Elle's Cafe. Find find Katie. Are you is your Instagram uh pri- or do you have an Instagram for your private chef deal? Uh I do not. I do have an account that I started a while back, but I didn't really get What are you gonna call your your private chef stuff? Not sure yet. I'm really not sure yet, but I'm I mean I post all my stuff on my like regular Instagram. Like it's all combined. Which is not private. And it is private, but oh, okay. Yeah, you can still follow me. Well, go request to follow Katie at Katie at, Katie at, Youngster at K Youngster K Youngster. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's my uh, I don't like usernames with numbers in them, so that's I've oh, had yeah, that since like eleventh grade. Forgot that you got <laughs> usernames. <laughs> no, I have, my usernames are different on the gamer world because I don't uh, want people to know that K Youngster is also my name on there. No, I know, but you got the idea. <laughs> If you want me to find me on Gamer World, it's a Breadhead fifty three. Breadhead fifty three. Breadhead fifty three. Snap the fingers, have a loaf of sourdough. Oh my god, a <laughs> loaf of sourdough! Right. If you could snap your fingers and have a sourdough loaf at your hands, you, you could have a huge business. Okay, and then what would happen? This is me, right? This is how like quickly I find a problem. I'm like, like, couldn't we snap our other finger and have like some like butter? <laughs> I mean, you could. Okay, so on one hand, right. you would have one thing and the other. So if I had a sourdough in this hand. Butter? I don't know. You want regular butter or you want like a herb oh. rolled butter so I mean, you can really, spread it? I mean, really? Just like a good, like even Salted Kerrygold? Like, oh, Kerrygold's good. But just, or that Amish log. Right, you were saying oh about gosh. that. Was that at Costco? No, it's at Randall's. Ran- it's, Randall's. It's just like this solid log butter and do they still have that they do they so here wait tell the people <laughs> so if you want to go to randall's they they sell a fat log of amish rolled butter it's some of the most best butter i've ever had most best i'm yeah. sorry for that do you keep butter out at uh t- room temperature uh yeah i, I use the carry gold for that i yeah. don't get the amish log anymore because that has a bad influence and a lot of french toast <laughs> that you should not go through i hate when like foods are so good and they like you're like, this is perfect. If it's made that good, why is it so bad? Right. Like that's I mean, ugh, gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I keep that my I never kept butter out at room temp. 
Not for any other reason. I just, just never even thought about doing it mm-hmm. until I went to the cabin with my uncle, and he always had room, you know, room temperature, which is like perfect. You make toast, you're like, oh. Well, yeah, it's way better than getting a cold square and like well, yeah. trying your hardest. So to- now my home has become like there's always some warm butter out. Oh, yeah. Room temp butter. That's yeah. the way to roll. I do. Um, I have like regular butter that I have sitting out, but then I also have this little container that's Cinnamon sugar butter. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they do. So when I whip with that, I get my skillet hot and just rub it on some bread and toast it. Yes, it's like a little square of cinnamon toast crunch. That's a life hack. It is a life hack. I have that's that's going to become a thing now too. Uh, my mom used to make me this thing. I know you're trying to wrap up, but uh, oh, good. She never had a name for it. I called it sunshine bread, and I'm pretty sure people call sunshine bread like like cowboy bread, where you put the egg in the middle. But her sunshine bread, she would take four little squares of butter. Sprinkle cinnamon sugar, and then she put it in the oven on broil. The bottom of it is still like really soft, but the top is super crispy. Right. And like when you bite into that, it's like home. It's so good. Uh-huh. So good. Sunshine bread. Sunshine bread. It's like oh, a little like brulee that. on top. I like all these little tricks. Yes. Especially because like having a kid. She will love it. You're right. You, you, you always want to give them something where you're like, yeah, you like that. It'll you want to eat it every day and remember it when you're older. Two in the morning. <laughs> She's like, Dad, can I have sunshine bread? And you're it's like, not hard. <gasps> It's not hard. That's why I keep it soft and ready to go. <laughs> Do you know how lucky I am? The her go to is bean and cheese. Yeah, I know you're telling me that she was just demanding those bean uh, tacos from Torchies. I have yeah, <laughs> I have like a quart container of beans. That I just will reheat and then heat up tortillas. That's, that's really lucky. Most kids are like mac and cheese or peanut butter jelly. Bean and cheese is so simple. So cheap too. So like, cheap. <laughs> That's like the like best like, part of it. You're like unloading hundreds of ca- cans of beans. You're like, what do you do? I said, my daughter's it's for my diet. kids. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just beans. Right. I mean, and then, and I was trying to get you to sprouts. Oh, oh yeah. We were talking about sprouts. I've been there. I've just never personally gone and like continuously shopped there. I've shopped once. I don't think everything, but the produce is a goal. I think the first time I went there, the only thing I bought was one of those humongous aloe vera leaves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I tried to make one of my own aloe vera drinks at home. It didn't turn out as good as the ones that I get from yeah. like HEB. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't try that. But though there's but they're just the reason the ones at HEB are so good are filled with sugar. Wait, are they the the drink? So they have a an aloe vera drink right. and it has like chunky little bits of aloe vera floating on that's I like them. It's like little gummies and you what bite them. What is it the aloe vera does again? Is it good for your skin or your stomach? It's too? good for your skin. It's good for your stomach. It's Do you still drink it regularly? Every now and then. I try not to because of how much sugar is in it. Really? If I wanted to drink it, I would want to make it my own. Yeah. Like, so That's the, what you're trying to do. With like the big old spiky Yeah, leaf. you like cut it, you open it, you scrape it. and. But that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but also it's you have a short time frame because like aloe vera can expire pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, once you scrape it out. That's with like all that stuff, like doing that or like juicing. That's like acai berries. Like fresh, you, no, you have to dehydrate it ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. But like juicing or smoothies, like it's so much, so much. It's a lot of work. A lot of waste for a little bit of product. That's what I'll say. What I um, I have found the juicing. There's a slow juice. Okay, so because a lot of juicers, you throw it through, and there's like a blade that's like mm-hmm. making, turning it or whatever it's doing. Because Els has one. Have you have you used it? I've never used that, but that's what I'm talking about. Like a high speed juicer mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Like you throw the carrot in. You yeah. Know. But then they have like the slow speed juicer where it goes into the machine and it's like pressed out of it so it squeezes the juice out and then all the extra like 
you know, sh- mm-hmm. whatever. The pulp stuff. Yeah, but it takes forever. I really wish there was another use for all that pulp that comes out. Well, the only thing you could do is straight up compost, which is good. Well, yeah. Because if you have a garden, your garden will be like, yeah, give me more of that. Well, yeah, but unfortunately, we don't. That's yeah. the one thing. It's like I've, I've thought of like a whole bunch of different things you could maybe use it for, but I, I've never come That up. is interesting. Like what could, what? Because, I mean, I mean, it has all the juice poured out of it. So there's mm. not a lot of nutritional value. MSG. But it's, Make you it could like better. You <laughs> just could re-eat it. I wonder if like because you know there's beets and stuff. I wonder if you like dehydrated it and like, like grind the, it up. You could make like a dye with it or something. Yeah, that's probably far fetched and no, but, but 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 something something. I just because there's like a lot of pounds of like pulp waste that comes from juicing. So like yeah. when you go to place and you get a juice, just know there's a lot of waste that goes into that well, if they're not composting. Well, like, would you, if you took, like, a, like if you wanted a spinach juice, mm-hmm. you would take, like, a giant bag of spinach to you make a cup of juice. Not even a cup. Yeah. You even get, like, a half a cup. Well, like, think of wheatgrass. It's a <laughs> shot. <laughs> I don't like wheatgrass. <laughs> they used to have a wheatgrass uh, green juice at Google, and I, I, I tasted it twice because they always say you have to taste it twice to know for sure if you don't like it. Oh, yeah. First one I took, I shuddered. The second one I shuddered and <laughs> had to immediately chase it down with like a Red Bull. <laughs> Red Bull. <laughs> That's the best. <sighs> Wheat Bull. Wheatgrass Wheat to Bull? Red Bull. <laughs> Wheatgrass to Red Bull. We- That's a good invention. There we go. Wheatgrass Red Bull. It's a, it's a TM. Trademarked right here. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to hear it and take it. Well, cool. I'm glad we crossed paths, and I'm, stir- I'm sure we will stay in touch here. We are neighbors. When I go to Brothers Tacos, I'll hit you up. Taco Brother. Taco Brother. <laughs> Brothers Taco Brother. Taco Brother. And then when Danny is here, um, and I said this to the last guest, Tim, um, we should do another one because we've been doing dinners and stuff and we have fun and mm-hmm. afterwards. So Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Especially gonna... like once I get into the private chef thing, I Dude. link up again and update y'all. Totally. Can't say too much. There's an NDA, but it's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dan- Danny signed an NDA and he tells everybody everything. <laughs> Just saying. But he's his own boss, though. That's okay, right? No, no, no. He's, he's, <laughs> he does what you're doing. Okay. He, but he has leave it to keep it, but he does other things, too. But... Uh, it's never been on air. I could be making all this up, people. So, but he does tell everybody everything. Okay. But um, so, thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. We, I think we had a good cast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was so a really good experience. Cool. All right. Thank you, Katie. You're welcome. As always, thank you to Ranch Rider Spirits for providing the official beverage of the Austin All Day podcast. And for the record, Troy, tell the people how you feel. As of late, Jason, I'm feeling great because I've got the new Ranch Rider in my life, the Buck. Might be the best flavor in the crew. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>